Old Man Yells at Music Patreon subscribers. Welcome to the Microdose. A little extra something to enhance your turn-on, tune-in, rock-out experience. And now, as always, Roger Scroop. Hello, this is, of course, Roger Scroop, and welcome to episode two of The Microdose. This microdose is accompanying my turn-on, tune-in, rock-out Halloween special, where I covered two shows that dealt with punk rock in the 80s, the Quincy episode, Next Stop Nowhere, and the ABC after-school special, The Day My Kid Went Punk. So for, so for a companion clip to those shows, I've chosen to cover a real punk band's appearance on live American television. And conveniently enough, it happened on Halloween night 40 years ago. So brace yourself for the microdose number two, Fear Grips Saturday Night Live. Fear is the name of a punk band formed in Los Angeles in 1977, fronted by singer and guitarist Lee Capolero, who went by the puntastic stage name Lee Ving. The band had been on the L.A. scene for a while when they were filmed and interviewed for a documentary called The Decline of Western Civilization. This appearance attracted a lot of attention, including from one very famous person, actor and comedian John Belushi. Belushi had already become a fan of punk rock, and he became quite enamored with fear. He went to several shows when they played in New York and even offered them the chance to contribute to the soundtrack of his movie Neighbors. The film's producers rejected that idea, however. To try and make up for this, Belushi offered to get the band a slot as the musical guest on, a sh on the show that made Belushi famous, Saturday Night Live. SNL's producers also rejected that offer at first, but then they changed their mind after Belushi offered to appear on the episode, which was hosted by British actor Donald Pleasance, who at the time was promoting his new movie, Halloween 2. The show was in its second season after the departure of the last of the original Not Ready for Primetime players, and so it was desperate for the sort of ratings boost that Belushi could provide. And so it was that Fear, a band unknown to most of the mainstream, a band that hadn't even released an album yet, was the musical guest on the October 31st, 1981 episode of Saturday Night Live. The video opens on a bald, paunchy, jovial man in a dingy sweatshirt. This is apparently Donald Pleasance. He tells us that the band we're about to see looks frightening, but they're really very nice. He also says something about being ready for surprises on Halloween before saying, Ladies and gentlemen, Fia! Yeah, he says it like that. So then we cut to the band on a makeshift club-style stage, with their name written on a sheet hung behind them. Surrounding the stage is a group of, well, punks. Some of them were local, but quite a few others were from the hardcore hotbed of Washington, D.C. Most notably among those was Ian McKay, then of the band Minor Threat, who later formed the band Fugazi. John Belushi himself was also in the crowd. Shirtless singer Ving begins with some bizarre scatting, then a guitarist in a purple dress plays some loud riffs. Then after counting a very fast one, two, three, four, Ving leads the band into their first song, Beef Baloney. Here are some lyrics. She don't like fashions. She don't like phonies. She don't like junkies. She don't like druggies. She just wants my beef baloney. 
beef, 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 beef bologna. She don't like salami. She don't want pastrami. She doesn't want a chicken. She don't want a roast. She just wants her double dose of my beef, 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 beef bologna. Wonder what that one's about. Anyway, during the song's brief duration, some of the punks are moshing, some are shaking their fist, and some are actually going up onto the stage with the, with the band and jumping back into the crowd. So yes, this was Ameri many Americans' inter first introduction to the idea of stage diving. At that time, it must have looked like anarchy. So the song ends, and Ving tells the crowd, it's great to be here in New Jersey. That causes audible boos, which are presumably mostly from the studio audience. Other band members say it's nice to be among friends, and there's some other indecipherable shouting before Ving introduces the second song, New York's All Right If You Like Saxophones. This one's even faster than its predecessor. Here's some lyrics. New York's All Right If You Want to Get Pushed In Front Of The Subway. New York's all right if you like tuberculosis. New York's all right if you like art and jazz. New York's all right if you're a homosexual. New York's all right. New York's all right. New York's all right if you like saxophones. New York's all right if you like drunks in your doorway. New York's all right if you want to freeze to death. New York's all right if you want to get mugged or murdered. New York's all right if you like saxophones. No, there's no truth to the rumor that the state's tourist board considered this for their jingle before going with that I Love New York song. Anyway, after this song, which was also very short, one of the DC punks, a guy from the band Negative Approach, yelled, Negative Approach is going to fuck you up! Then someone else, reportedly Ian McKay, yelled, New York sucks! Then there's some more incoherent shouting. Then Ving dedicates the, their next song to everyone who voted in the last election, both Republicans and Democrats. He does another, one, two, three, four. And the band plays yet another song, Let's Have a War. I'm not going to quote the lyrics because the network cut the live feed halfway through the song, reportedly by order of NBC president Brandon Tartikoff, who'd been watching at home and called the, stereo, the studio after hearing the F-bomb. This wasn't the first time the word fuck had been heard on Saturday Night Live, and in fact, it wasn't even the first time it had happened in the year 1981. That February, then-cast member Charles Rocket said it accidentally at the end of a show, creating controversy and uproar. Needless to say, this was not a good time to have that word said on that show. After the performance, both Fear and the other punks were locked in a room for two hours, so they couldn't do further damage to the show or the studio. The studio damage was reportedly in the neighborhood of $200,000. Producer Dick Ebersole was reportedly hit by a pumpkin thrown by one of the punks. Fear were immediately banned from ever appearing on SNL again, and their performance has become a part of show infamy, alongside notorious musical moments from Elvis Costello, Sinead O'Connor, and Ashley Simpson. So what happened to Fear after this? They finally released their debut album, The Record, in 1982, but it didn't reach much beyond the core punk audience. Their original bassist left soon after, after that, and then they went through several replacement bassists, including future Red Hot Chili Pepper, Flea. Ving, meanwhile, began getting movie roles, including as a strip club owner in Flashdance, 
and murder and murder victim Mr. Body in Clue. They released their second album, More Beer, in 1985. But by the time of their third album, Have Another Beer with Fear, 10 years later, Ving was the only member left from their classic lineup. He continued to record and tour with different lineups for years. But three years ago, he reunited with the band's two original surviving members. John Belushi, sadly, died of a drug overdose just months after this episode. Ebersole, the producer, would associate himself with another chaotic situation two, two decades later, Vince McMahon's XFL. And remember the documentary Fear appeared in, The De Decline of Western Civilization? Well, that was directed by Penelope Spheris, who would go on to direct two hit 90s comedies with Saturday Night Live cast members. Wayne's World with Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, and Black Sheep with Chris Farley and David Spade. So, thanks for listening to this Microdose episode, and thanks for supporting the show here on Patreon. If you like this one, keep contributing, and you'll get one of these every time I do a tune-on, tune-in, rock-out on the main show. And if you want to hear some more bonus content, subscribe to one of the higher tiers here on Patreon. The higher tier you are, the higher you'll get on my charts. Until next time, I'm Roger Stroop, and I hope you enjoyed your microdose. <laughs>